Hello, and welcome back to the North Boys Podcast. What's up? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and yeah, today, that, that little air horn. Yeah, that you just like buy an actual air horn and just like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just pitbull, dude. That's what the air horn is. That. Yeah. Mister Wilder. Future albums. Um, anyways, oh man, could you imagine we reviewed a Pitbull album? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> oh, buddy, yes. Let's do it. Let us do Oh it. my god. Send us an email. Anyways, so. It's, it's the same song eight times in a row, bro. So, Thomas, what do we got going on here this this week? Today, we are going over Hot Fuss by The Killers, which was my own personal choice. I feel like I needed a little bit of redemption from, uh, so the last time I chose... You know, I went out there a little bit. I ventured out into the woods and said, hey, let's, uh, let's try Ventured into the woods? I ventured, ventured into the woods. Out. Ventured, into the, ventured <laughs> into the woods and and then we had a we had a scandal because your name was Logan Paul after. <laughs> yeah, I ventured oh. into the woods and then you got fucking lost. <laughs> found, found that album hanging in the woods. That's right. Well, apparently... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we're going with uh, yeah, we're going with uh, we're, 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 it's redemption round here. So this is one of my favorite albums of all time. Honestly, it probably is my favorite album of all time. I was just telling the guys here. I did listen to it once um, during the week, but like I remember. <laughs> once, I think I was to it one time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> Um, but I've listened. To, I I have like every lyric memorized in every song. Like this, this this was the one album that I listened to on repeat um, as a as a teenager. So let's jump into it. A little bit of background of the band. So the Killers. Um, they formed in two thousand one after Brandon Flowers got kicked out of his first band, uh, a Utah synth pop group called Blush Response. So after got kicked out, yeah. Wait, yeah. what was the name? Blush response. <laughs> I, why did you get kicked out? I I actually don't know. I I, I you know what? I'll have to maybe we diva. can dig into that. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he got kicked out, and then after attending an Oasis concert at the Hard Rock Hotel during the tour of Brotherly Love. Flowers realized his calling to be in a rock band and he began searching for like-minded musicians. So he ended up uh, finding like an ad from the guitarist, uh, Dave Kuning. <laughs> Kuning, I think that's his name. And uh, so they, and they, they hired two other musicians who didn't stick around very long. Eventually they found Ron Venucci, who ended up being their mainstay drummer. And then Mark Stormer, who became their bassist, but it took a little bit of convincing for Mark because he, he was with a band called the Negative Ponies. And uh, <laughs> with bands, he was kind of a big name, I guess, amongst the indie rock scene of uh, Las Vegas. Um, but anyway, so they, yeah, so they got together and then eventually, uh, yeah, started recording uh, Hot Fuss. Um. The Killers got their band name from a fictitious band that appears in the video of New Order's song, Crystal. Um, 
That was kind of interesting. I guess, yeah, that's where they got the name. The album was recorded at various points throughout 2003 with Jeff Saltzman in Berkeley, California, with the exception of Everything Will Be All Right, which was recorded by Coraline Bird and guitarist Dave Cuning's, there you go, Cuning, Dave Cuning's apartment. Uh, many of the tracks were originally recorded as demos, which is kind of neat. A lot of them are just actual tracks from their demo. Um, which the band decided to keep because of their spontaneity. The album was by Mark Needham at Cornerstone Studios in Los Angeles and Alan Mulder at Eden Studios in London. Yes, Luke. Yeah, quick question. I heard, I don't know if this is true or not. I did not fact check it and I could have. But I heard that uh, the band, like this album, they kind of made and then they remade it. Or is that true? Yeah. Yeah, so what happened was um, Brandon Flowers, in an interview in 2012, he told NME that he got depressed after hearing the Strokes album, Is This It? Uh, the album, the record just sounded I mean, so perfect. Yeah, so he quoted with saying, the record just sounded so perfect, we threw away everything we were working on, and the only song that made the cut and remained was Mr. Brightside. So they did. They trashed all the all the songs and just kept Mr. Brightside and I guess basically rewrote the entire album and started recording it in 2002, which is pretty crazy. So the band formed 2001 and then, yeah, by 2003, I guess they had trashed everything that they were doing. <laughs> started uh, redoing the album. Um, they continued playing support slots during the first half of 2004, most notably touring, blah, 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 blah. So, Anit... <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Blah 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 blah. Well, it sounds like it's a good place. from the US and the UK. I thought it was interesting that Hot Fuss was actually released in the UK before in the US. Um, but like, I think it was within the same month. I wrote it down later on. But um, so yeah, one neat thing about Hot Fuss is the murder trilogy. So three of the so two of the songs in Hot Fuss are part of Brandon Flowers' oh, yeah. murder trilogy, and it's Jenny was a friend of mine in the Midnight Show. Yeah, I didn't I really like to ask it. you about that. <laughs> yeah, the first song in that trilogy actually didn't get released until their B sides album Sawdust came out, and it's called Oh shoot, what's it called again? Bourbon, something about bourbon. It's uh, bourbon. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, doesn't the guy kill a guy in Dustland Fairy Tale, too? Oh, probably. Oh, maybe that's just a music video. There's a guy, the guy dies in every song, man. Fact checking. I'm going to tap tap here. Uh, killers. That's on day and age, though. I'm fact sure. check. <laughs> Quick little fact check here. <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> we'll go to commercial now. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So get this, like, literally the lyrics in Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf is shaking like the devil when she let me go, got a better place, and how it's so much better, falling over myself on televisions. Um, I turn it off. Jennifer, you know I've always tried before you say goodbye. And then obviously the concluding song of the murder trilogy is Jenny was a friend of mine, right? So it just kind of shows mm -hmm. you that they're about the same thing. Um, where did my notes go? Oh, so Midnight yeah. Show actually comes prior to to the Bourbon on the Shelf. So in the sequence of the story, Leave the Bourbon on the oh. Shelf is the first song. Midnight Show is the second song where he takes her out on the fateful car ride. 
and yeah, then Jenny was a she friend. She gets murdered in Midnight yeah, Show. And then Jenny was a yeah. The, I took my baby beneath the chandelier of stars and atmosphere. And then Jenny was a friend of mine. Is him at the police station after the fact, right? Which like I know my rights. I've been here all day, and it's time for me to go. So let me know if it's all right. Um, supposedly the song was inspired by the videotape confession to police. Uh, that Robert Chambers made the morning after the death of Jennifer Levin. Um, I only found like one that, and I kind of dug around a little more, and I couldn't get an actual quote of Brandon saying that. So, anyways, could be whoever um, those people are. In an interview with The Guardian, though, uh, Flower Field, that it was Morrissey's song "Sister, I'm a Poet" that inspired him to kind of write the murder trilogy. Um, there's a line from the song Sister, I'm a Poet that goes, I love the romance of crime and I wonder, does anybody feel the same way I do? And is evil just something you are or something you do? So we kind of got like fixated on that line and sort of obsessed with that idea of uh, the romance of a crime. And that's sort of what gave birth to the genuine mm. friend of mine. Um, the other thing I think it came from, this was kind of interesting as I was digging into this. So his main hit, the Bright Side is a song about um, a relationship that, like, he lost this girl to another guy. And it says here, uh, I found that the story was based on Brandon's own experience. When his first serious uh, girlfriend or relationship ended when he was just a 19-year-old in Las Vegas, he was living with his sister at the time. He was trying to avoid seeing his ex with another man. Um, he ended up saying, who would have thought betrayal would sound so good <laughs> later on? Because obviously Mr. Brightside was like, the, it is there, a hit. Um, he said, like, Mr. Brightside is obviously about the torturous thoughts that occur of imagining someone in love with someone else. What's interesting is he also said of the song, Jenny was a friend of mine, uh, quote, it's okay making the decision to split up. But when somebody finds somebody else, it's terrible. It's the worst feeling in the world. And so what's funny is he said that about the song. Sounds like a bitter SOB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a little bit bitter. And I just realized it does make I think sense, was, though. Yeah, it, well, it does, you know? So he was yeah, kind of like... Does it? In it. Well, I, mean, I, I think so. I mean, I think, he's I think a that, real piece of shit, eh, Luke? <laughs> oh, my God, Josh. <laughs> the fictional murder narrative to try to process his own feelings of total bitterness towards this chick who obviously did him uh, dirty. Luke, do you want which, to ask him? Which is, well, yeah, which is funny. Like, um, when did he get married? Honestly, I think he met the love of his life the year after this was released, in like 2004. Oh, okay. That yeah. kind of makes sense, because oh. then, you know, they kind of stopped making good music after that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So, success. This album reached number seven on the U.S. Billboard 200. It was certified triple platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America on December 1st, 2005. And as of January 2017, it sold 3.75 million copies in the United States. Hot Fuss topped the UK albums charts for two consecutive weeks in January 2005. It was the 26th best-selling album of the 2000s decade. Excuse me, in wow. the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And is listed among the top 40 longest charting albums in the history of the UK albums chart with 254 weeks. 
on yeah on july 22nd 2013 the british phonographic industry certified the album seven times platinum yeah, that's by a fake name for sure yeah well i mean this, <laughs> i mean pre-covid times mr brightsides played at 2 30 in the morning at every single club in the world yeah that's right <laughs> like actually and uh, like everybody sings that like there's barely there's no people don't even dance like it's just everyone yelling the lyrics at each other. <laughs> see, like you see the memes with like there's the chick with like the beam of light coming out of her chest, and it's like white people when Mr. Brightside comes on at the clock. Fairly <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, accurate. Fairly accurate. Yeah. Fair, oh, very uh, accurate. By August 2020, it had sold two million three hundred blah 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 copies in the UK. The album has also been certified blah blah blah, blah copies. So it's you either blah blah blah. Look, I'm the one blowing the blahs, okay? You guys <laughs> In friggin' okay, certified platinum or multi platinum in Australia, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand. Um, it's sold I, over. I, it's a good album. Yeah, there's lots. It it's yeah. Rolling Stone <laughs> ranked it as the 43rd of its 100 best albums of the decade. Wow. And uh, yep. at one point, remember that book you got gave the 1001 albums you must hear before you die. Yeah. Apparently, it's listed in there. And uh, nope, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just kidding it's on the page yeah. I was like I think it's no on like the fucking first page man. At, one point, at one point it was yeah. so, but anyways so there you go that... I just want to say um, uh... <laughs> oh go ahead Thomas go ahead well that, that's it that's hot fuss this is what we just listened to ladies and gentlemen nice nice, nice. nice. So... somebody told me uh, somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that looked like your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I met her in February of last year, though. <laughs> Just so you know. Not confidential. Someone should have made that comment to me. Um, yeah, great album, guys. Josh, what do you think? Pick a song. Let's go. Uh, I mean, all these things that I've done, that by far. Mm. I mean, that's by far the best song in the album for me. Um, you know, I think I, a lot of people would say different. But. I, I say the same thing. And you know what's funny? It, you know why? You know why. You know why. It, it's us, like, as kids, bro. Like, that's, I don't know. Like, that song just reminds us me of being 12, inviting Alex over for the weekend and, like, playing League of Legends, baby. <laughs> Got a lot of mental uh, connotation. That has a lot of sentimental value to me. Even more so than like the lyrics of it. Like Luke, what are your thoughts there? No, well, I just love the music. I love that song. I, yeah, I love all of it, but but I love the breakdown yeah. part um, where it like goes really high. Am I thinking of the right song? What's yeah? yeah what I song got, are we talking about? <laughs> I got so, Wait, so, yeah. I got so but I'm slow. Yeah, and that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like super high and you're like i'm like every time i hear it i'm like oh my god oh the harmonies the harmony is in that part early yeah it's mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm always just like cool yeah baby cool <laughs> like, lyric right like it's just a cool lyric you know i got soul but i'm not a soldier it's like yeah i 
when this song came, like when this was out, like or well, whenever we were listening to it, when it was popular, like I remember. Years old. <laughs> yeah, I, but I remember people like. I guess people older than me, like I think Justin Richmond said this to us like once. Like he he started singing that line, and I like stuck out to me for like many years. Uh, of like, what is that song? Like, what is that song? It was always in the back of my head, and then the Killers became like real for me later. But that that line, like I remember him saying, and I was like, man, that is a cool line. And he like kind of sung it, and it like yeah, that's such an awesome awesome uh awesome lyric but that's maybe also part of the sentimental value of why i love that song so much <laughs> so reminds me of being a kid speaking Don't of being a kid like my what the killers reminds me of like is li- like when we were young on guitar hero 3 <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah when like we were playing young. that song man and it was just like you're reenacting like you're pre- like i remember pretending to be on stage playing that song on guitar hero and it was <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of introduced me to that band and uh yeah this, this album is so sick one of my favorite songs is uh somebody told me i love that song mm. it's it's like it's just so it gets me so jacked up every time I hear it. It just gets me hyped. It's like the guitar part, but then like the one thing that I really love is like after the four bar intro and then it goes dives right into him starting to sing in the verse, like the first verse. It's like I don't know what the electric like the guitarist does with his guitar, but like I think he oh, like, yeah. He has oh, overdrive. That. He's got overdrive and like a wah wah effect on it. And he like he like yeah. palms or mutes like his 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 fretboard when he's playing it, and it's just like, and then the drums are like, like, and it's just, and it's just like breaking my back just to know your name. It's like, oh, it's just so sick. With this game, yeah, man. I'm just gonna say right now, there is literally only one song on this album that I'm not super crazy about. And even then, I don't hate it. I just don't like it very much. But it's Andy, you're a star. <laughs> Aside from that, in my opinion, every single one of these songs, like, are a hit. Like, you know, it's funny because, like, the, the the classic hits are obviously Mr. Brightside and Somebody Told Me. I have so many memories of like <laughs> glow bowling on a Friday night, and cousin Jose goes and pops a toonie in the jukebox and plays Somebody Told Me by the Killers. You know what I mean? Like, it's um but but, uh but like so technically the hits were i think uh mr brightside um somebody told me all these things that i have done oh i think those were the main ones but like man jenny was a friend of mine oh the bass yeah the bass of jenny was a friend of mine to start like oh man it's just sick dude I'll say this, Thomas. I'm glad you uh, decided to do this album because uh, I've, uh, yeah, like I've really only listened to the Killers hits. Like, I mean, I've heard some of these songs, but like, um, yeah, they're, they're hits on their future albums or their past ones. But like, specifically this one, I've really only listened to like four songs off it. Oh, and man. yeah, like all of the songs, like, 
I was like, man, there's a lot of like, there are good songs in this album other than their hits. Like, it's kind of making me like the Killers more. It's crazy. Yeah, mm. and I've known of them for so long. <laughs> Buckle up for disappointment because all their albums <laughs> sucked after this one. <laughs> no, they have like, uh, What about that? Read my mind. Uh, read my what mind. Oh yeah, that's a good song. What, what album is that on? It's on. That's on Samstown. Um, Samstown had read my mind. And uh, when we were young, when you were young, and a bunch of other songs. <laughs> and and uh, uh, Day and Age has some good songs. Human, uh, Dustland, yeah. Fairy Tale. We yeah. have some good songs. Maybe not like another great album, but like. See, that's just it's true. It's true. Each album, except for Battleborn, Wonderful, Wonderful. And their latest one, Imploding the Mirage. I don't think a single one of those albums had a hit. Yeah. I think Caution, Caution from their latest album. I'm throwing caution. What's it gonna be? See, you guys are looking at me like you've never heard that song before, have you? No, you haven't. What about The Man? Oh, there's The the Man. man. Yeah, I know The Man. I'm The Man. <laughs> yeah, no, day and age is a good album. You, you know, it's funny. Down, got gas in the tank. I'll, I'll, got, I'll, money I'll, in, got money in the bank. <laughs> I got you this to say about Hot Fuss. The okay, song go that yeah. got me into this album as an album, though, was Smile Like You Mean It. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. just the mm. the words, the, like, the lyrics are so good. Like, yeah. save some face. You know you've only got one. Change your ways while you're young. Boy, one day you'll be a man or girl who'll help you understand. Smile like you mean it. Oh, man. It's just like... Oh, I can just imagine 12-year-old Luke listening. I have a question. <laughs> smile <laughs> like you mean it. Um, <laughs> Tom, I have a question for you. Cry. What is, do you know like, what this song is about, kind of? Which one? Sorry. Smile like you mean it. Um, like aside from just smiling like you mean it, because I mean, like I don't know. For me, I, I never, I don't know what it meant to him personally. No, but like I would assume, I would assume it's part of the whole, yeah, like the idea behind Mister Brightside. There's a lot of obviously bitterness with the whole breakup he went through, and like, like the 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 chorus is just you know. Jealousy, turning snakes into the sea, swimming through sick lullabies, choking on your alibis. But it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Open up my eager eyes because I'm Mr. Brightside. And so in all of Brandon Flowers' songs, and this is why I think I like him so much, was there's like there's kind of like a weird, bitter optimism. And so like it's like, I'm Mr. Brightside. And the one, this other one, smile like you mean it. The bridge of that song goes, and so, um, someone is calling my name from the back of the restaurant. Someone is playing a game in the house that I grew up in. And someone will drive her around on the same streets that I did, on the same streets that I did. Mm. And it seems, it, you ask me, I'm pretty positive. It's about, it's just even more um, processing the, the friggin' breakup. And then it's like, just smile like you mean it. Smile like you mean it. And then it ends with the, Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No no! And the more like tortured kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. Like, torture thing. No, what is no, it? Uh, no. 
it also comes up in, uh, in the on top which was a song i didn't like very much when i first heard it and then for a while it was literally like my favorite song on the album and i was just listening to it non-stop but at the line at the very end and this is what i love about brandon flowers is he expresses so much in the tone and the melody that he sings with so like in that one it's like uh and we don't need to satisfy tonight to get your eyes off of my bride tonight it goes it's like a cigarette in the mouth or a handshake in the doorway i look at you and smile because i'm fine and when you hear those words it almost sounds kind of friendly but then when he sings it's like it's like a cigarette in the mouth Mm -hmm. or a in the doorway i look at you and smile because i'm fine there's like yeah. this album is so bitter and that's probably why i loved it so much <laughs> as a kid like when i was 16 this was my absolute jam and so that's what i would say i think it's probably just following in the theme of like what he was going through and like that's what he, he was saying in an interview like he thinks the reason why mr bright said it's so good was because it's it's like real it's just like straight from his part like here it is and that's why it resonated with so many people because it's just like it is just so i made a note about that too with mr brightside i was like the imagery and just how um like you're seeing it all unfold in his in his head there and it's like knowing for me personally like when you're anxious or like you start to come up with things or make stuff up that isn't really happening in the real world, but could like, and and it just escalates your stress and it feels like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the song. But even though like, like (laughs) despite all the shit flowing through your brain, it's like the, the nice relay back is like exactly what you said. Like that bitter sort of uh, optimism. You know what I mean? Do you, do you guys think that like, cause just everyone I know knows the lyrics to that song, like just by heart. It's like, I think I remember a time when I just knew the lyrics, but like didn't know anything about what the song, the meaning, the the thinking, like you know, this like that he was heartbroken or whatever, right? Like just nothing like that. It's just like weird l- lyrics, like turning snakes or snakes into the sea, choking on sick lullabies or whatever. Like it's just like it's weird. It's weird. They're weird lines. They're it weird is, lines. Yeah. And I feel like it's very easy to remember because they're so weird. Yeah. And that's, well, that was another, that's another thing I love about this album in particular. Um, and in Brandon Flowers, his good songs. <laughs> I love how he, I feel like he does a really good job of walking that line between like, vagueness and reality like we were talking a little bit about that with typhoon hey like in the one typhoon song he says what he's like i keep hoping that a song will come to me when i sleep because like i'm too i can't lie so i can't write yeah i can't lie so i can't write yeah and the cool thing about Brandon Flowers is it's like there's that that distance kind of that we were talking about i feel like he does a really good job of mastering that level of like where it's not just it's not even when it's like this is it this is it and all its rawness he's not just saying like you know this friggin' girl went and got with this guy and now i'm really really mad you know because then it wouldn't be as cool but when he but he kind of allows yeah Luke, but yeah <laughs> help me yeah out. no it's just it's kind of funny um last week when we were talking about uh 
kind of the art and it being good and it drawing you in, but at the same, the best of both worlds where you can like reflect on the song and appreciate it more over time. I feel like Mr. Brightside is that song. Like it's, it's a perfect example Mm. of that, like of where it's like coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. But it's like, it, 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 like it takes you in, you're into the song, you're into it. But then at the same time, like the more I've listened to it over the years, I've gotten a deeper appreciation for the actual story that it tells. And I've connected more with the song over time. And now I like it. I like it even more than I did when I first heard it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like jealousy, turning saints into the sea, swimming through sick lullabies, choking on your alibis. <laughs> it's just like, but it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me because it's, it, it's that element of, I. Like, even though I'm going through a lot of shit, I still have to, like, you know, choose happiness at the end of the day. Like, you know, and, like, I'm in control of my... Or greatness. You know, greatness. <laughs> you know it's funny, <laughs> like, talking about earlier, the fact check, speaking of fact check, I'm, like, talking about how the lyrics are so, like, easy to remember for everyone. I misquote them. Get <laughs> 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 the wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then I said like choking on sick lullabies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. turning <laughs> snakes into the sea. I think you said instead of sea. Yeah, I think it's like turning snakes into the sea. <laughs> snakes. <laughs> what is he, Saint Patrick? Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Another song oh, I kind of wanted to dive into a little bit, and I wanted to ask you, Tom, how you kind of what you kind of think of it is. Uh, Everything will be all right. Um, I feel like that song is a really emotional one. Apparently, like I did a little research and I guess they haven't, they only played that song like a handful of times since like 2005 Mm. or something like that. I think it's pretty personal to Brandon Flowers. I didn't, I didn't know if maybe you, uh, maybe if you knew anything about that or whatnot. Yeah. So with a lot of the killers songs and with this whole album in general, actually, this is an album that, had to grow on me. Like it took a few listens before I liked it. And then when I did, I like, I really liked it. Um, some of them are more like instantly catch your ear, like Mr. Brightside or somebody told me, but other ones, it took a few listens before. Like I used to skip everything will be all right. Um, but then I just kind of listened through it a couple of times. And then suddenly again, it became like, I think each of these songs, except Andy, you're a star has taken its turn as like my favorite song on the album. You know what I mean? Um, including everything will be all right because it starts off kind of weird, right? It's like the it's very eerie, very eerie, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of wondered and I didn't, I didn't look this up, maybe we could now just to see, but I wondered if it was about his uh, his lady that he ended up finding. Yeah, because the line, uh, I wasn't shopping for a doll, to say the least, I thought I'd seen them all. Then you took me by surprise. I'm dreaming about those dreamy eyes. I never knew. I never knew. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. And the song just feels like it's full of a lot of like regret and kind of like, like he says, like you never needed to compromise and kind of, and just, yeah, it just <laughs> seems very personal. Um, I, I really like this song. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> super good uh, i i feel like it has this like 
hypnosis kind of effect to it. Oh, I've always yeah. I've always felt that every time I listen to a song, I always mm. end up listening to the whole song, and it always makes me think of like you know those like spiral like effects that you like would watch, and it like like a kaleidoscope. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like with the sound yeah. of the song, and just like his voice, like like that's just like the imagery I have with that song. And uh, well, even like the the drums, I don't. I don't know if Venucci did the drums on this one. I think they literally recorded this track in like Dave Kuning's apartment or something, um, which makes sense because I'm pretty sure it's just like a some kind of drum machine, right? Because it's just that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just does that. There's zero variation in the drum line all the way through the song, and it's kind of cool, and like. <laughs> Oh, it's almost it's like kind of cool. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it adds, but it's kind of like you were saying. It adds to that hypnotic element of the track. You kind of got like the the weird chromatic chords, and then that constant, continual drum loop that just goes on and is almost a little awkward, but then just kind of starts working. And it's yeah, no, it's a very cool song. Um, Which is. It's funny because to me, it's actually kind of one of the most somber songs on the album or like kind of like it's it's like depressing in it, the music side of it. But it's mm. the most like, I don't know, maybe not the most, but it's just like, you know, like it's going to be OK. Like, you know, even though I've been through all this stuff, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be all right. And it's like positive. But, yeah. but really at the same time, dry. he's like. He's like screaming it, you know. It's like yeah, the, like he wants to believe it more so than more so than he actually believes it. Like he wants it to be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're oh, having yeah, a solid trip and it's like everything. Even though Gabe, Gabe, you just <laughs> and then they wrote the song <laughs> yeah that's right first they yeah. did some shrooms and that's then a live they recording the off the floor yeah <laughs> oh, the Beatles, baby do you think the beatles wrote eye on the walrus <laughs> <laughs> sober <laughs> sober no. are you kidding me no. <laughs> We'll be lucky if we can win a game. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All over the place here. So, for yeah. is this the deluxe version? Because does it have glamorous indie rock and roll? Is that why? I I didn't choose the deluxe version. Um, I just went with the regular oh. one. The deluxe version's got glamorous indie rock and roll and Under the Gun on it. Oh, I've never um, heard Under the Gun. Oh, I think it's got Under the Gun on it. I listened to a deluxe version in the past that had that on it. That. That one's kind of cool. It's, um, yeah, it's just another like it's like she's got she's got her halo and wings hidden under his eyes, but she's an angel for sure. She just can't stop telling lies. Yeah, it's got the cool line because heaven sends and heaven takes crashing cars in his brain, keeps him tied up to a dream, and only she can set him free. And then he says to me, "Kill me now, kill me now, kill me now, kill me now." Yeah. It's a cool. It's a it's a cool song. Yeah, that's that's under the gun. Um, <laughs> oh man, Holy shit. these guys make me 
want to start a rock band so bad. Like they just <laughs> <laughs> this album specifically, like and 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 then the, like later albums had hits. That's just it. Every now and then they like it, a hit would pop out, obviously, you know. But I just found in general they failed to capture what they captured in this first one. Like, I don't know. And me and Luke's theory has always been that it's because he got happy. <laughs> you know, he found, he did find the woman of his dreams. Like he's still with her <laughs> to this day. And so he just couldn't write sad, angry music anymore. And I always said, and I would never wish this upon Brandon Flowers, but I always said if, if he ever friggin' broke up with that girl, the world would not be ready for the album <laughs> that would be released you know it would be just like oh man like the heavens would tear open like oh, at the at uh, man it would be it would be so unreal not that i, I ever wish that on you brandon not that i hope you're doing well hope you and your missus are, <laughs> are doing, <laughs> doing good <laughs> now i understand thomas's hero dude <laughs> what's that <laughs> now i understand why like you love me so much I think that shit you said might just go viral now. You know, there's just going to be all over the internet, just spreading around. Then Brandon Flowers just will have to come up. He's going to have to take one for the team. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. well, I guess guess this random guy (laughs) on a podcast is right. I should break up. Yeah, I should break up with it for the music, bro. (laughs) The North Boys with the hottest take of 2021. (laughs) What year are you in, bro? 2021. (laughs) I almost went. 2020. 20, not gonna lie. 22,000. Josh is living many 20, years. We are living. Yeah. Oh, dude. COVID's been oh, too man. long. Too long. <laughs> In the year 2525. Yeah. Actually, Zagger and Evan, shout out. I don't think anyone hey. I don't think anyone in this whole world besides me and Luke brought like no. That song. Zager, <laughs> that song. Like, uh, uh, look it up. Thomas. So what yeah. is yeah, Gabe. Sorry. I really I actually liked Andy Your Star. Why don't yeah. you like that song? It's just, a banger, I, bro. I know <laughs> everyone. Luke thinks it's a banger too. I just bro, I don't know. I I just like on the field I remember you were incredible. Hey, shut up. Hey, shut up. Yeah. Like I don't well, know. It's just like, something about that. I, I was like Go ahead, Luke. I know why Thomas is like it. It's because he never went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've he talked failed. about this before, you and I. <laughs> he, yeah. you know, he was, he was yeah, but yeah, that's right. Just, he like, was expelled, whole, everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This song just. Cause nobody's eyes but well, mine it just kind of made me depressed i don't i don't even know what it did i was just like the zandy guy it's like oh he plays football cool you know <laughs> it's like andy you're a star but in nobody's eyes but mine okay so you're just like nobody you know gave <laughs> I, I did some research as well on this song and like okay. i i like it even more now because like I thought I always thought it was filled with sarcasm a little bit. That's kind of what I took from it with like the music with like just the mm-hmm. like motionless mm-hmm. guitar, just like bam, bam, like you know, bam, and, bam, and with bam, the lyrics, bam, and, what, 
And what I learned was that he actually, I'm pretty sure he actually wrote this song out of kind of like a sarcastic way to get back at this guy in high school that he went to with. And he was kind of like the jock, popular kid, the star, right? His Uh name was Andy. And basically he made this song out as a sarcastic way to kind of get back at him, but also like give him a shout out kind of in a way. And like when he says like, when he says, um, because Andy, you're a star in nobody's eyes but mine. It's kind of like, yeah. Well, obviously, Brandon Flowers is the most successful, mm-hmm. most popular person to come out of that grad class. And this guy was the star at the time and teased Brandon. And now he's kind of like, you're still the star in my eyes, even though no one knows who the hell you are anymore. And I'm mm-hmm. famous as shit. Like uh, that, yeah, I did. Like, I found that somewhere, and I was like, maybe this is all bullshit, but like, honestly, it makes sense, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, cool, but also, like, yeah, kind of like relating to back what Luke said, like, just with the lyrics, like, the high school memories, like, legit brings you back, and it's like, yeah, kind of a fun and emotional ride a little bit with the song, and just yeah, like, I love the tangy electric guitar. Like I like mm-hmm. uh, like motionless, just like I picture like a zombie playing the guitar, just like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like I don't, it's not, I don't even hate it. You know, it's not like I detest the song. It just, it's just one that I'm kind of like, well, you know, I mean, but that is kind of neat. The the backstory behind it. I should look up. I think I'm gonna do it right now. The story, if there is a story behind, believe me, Natalie. What do you guys think of that song? Oh man, I think it's about someone that dies. I I always assumed it was like about his sister or something. To be honest, believe. Well, me. I just thought like with it's he constantly saying like it was her last oh. chance. <laughs> this sure is your last dies. chance. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I feel like it's I don't know. I always assumed it was like about a girl like getting out of a bad situation. Tom, we got some major um, echo going. Tom, oh. you're unmuted. On 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 the uh, video chat. <laughs> there we go. We good? We back? Yeah, yeah, I don't good. know how we're that good. happened. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> the earbuds. Uh, believe me, Natalie. Meaning song meanings. Okay, hang on. Well, it's like, AIDS. And it's like, oh God, help me somehow. There's no time for survival left. The time is now. This might be your last chance to disco. Oh, uh, I feel like <laughs> it means so many things. Disco. <clears throat> Some dude thinks it's about a girl with AIDS. Uh, maybe it is. Um, hang on. It's about a studio. I'll... Hang on. Natalie, whether that was her name or not, was a Studio 54 dancer in Soho who contracted AIDS. And he is encouraging her to get her last dance in before it's too late. I.e. to live her life to the fullest while she can. Josh, you're such a sick bastard. I'm the first Josh is like, You are. Holy. Who writes a song about that? You know what's <laughs> funny though? The only thing going through my head was the scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he's like, step back, I've got the A. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, just like who writes a song about this? Like, uh, that if that's the true story, like, I don't know. That's it's not me that's 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 fucked up. It's Brandon Flowers, bro. <laughs> you. Yeah, that's oh, kind of cool. Well, that's neat. You were you were onto it there, Gabe, about like the the death, I guess, like the you left the station, knelt to the floor, and speculation. What was it for in that old hallway? Mom says, "Why don't you stay? You've been away for a long time. Believe me, Natalie, this is your last chance." That's kind of cool. Yeah, huh? I like that song. I always thought it was really pretty. Like I love the drums in the very beginning, the, yeah. the synthesizers intro. Um, yeah, Gabe. I always thought I thought the intro sounded like a lot of the stuff that we were uh, we were working together at your old house there. <laughs> oh yeah, man, back in the day, right, oh Fado, oh Fado, yeah, pissing oh, off the neighbors Holy since twenty eighteen. Was that twenty eighteen? When was that? Was that it? Is that our next T-shirt, guys? <laughs> oh Fado, oh shit. <laughs> 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 oh man not in a bad way okay? it's almost like, oh, it's like oh shit faded out i take a i take a lot of offense there <laughs> yeah we yeah you know what well frick you guys faded right out of edmonton faded well, right out of your <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting he's getting he's getting real on the pot He's getting a little spicy. Getting a little spicy. <laughs> Things get spicy on the pod. You know what? It's another top track for me on this this album is is change your mind. Mm. Like it's funny all the songs are like mm. days help me through the hopeless haze but my oh my tragic eyes I can't even recognize myself behind. Oh man, if that doesn't sum up teenage drama, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So if the answer is like, no, yeah. can I change your mind? Out again, the siren screams at half past ten and you won't let go. Yeah, sorry, Gabe. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I like how light the song is kind of, you know, for being in the yeah, middle of the album. It's kind of like the one light song on the whole album, really. You know, it's, it's kind of like happy and upbeat in a way. Like a nice then, little uh, emotional break, a little bit, kind of for the listener. Even though, you know what? I, though? Go ahead, Luke. Yeah, no, I definitely think so too. But like, it still keeps the beat up as well. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about the drums on the whole album is the drums are. Just, yeah. So the good. Like, are so good. Yeah. Uh freaking uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a question. What do you guys think the theme here is? Like I mean, we saw with the last album um with White Lighter like Typhoon there like it was so much I forgot the name there. <laughs> um the, the uh just like the theme was like it was almost like the whole album was like one song, and like we were talking about that, and like the 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 progression of like I don't know his life. Like, what is this album? Like, what's the theme? What what's the like succession in the songs? Hmm. Oh, what connects it all together? Yeah, bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, a lot of it is 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 a synthesis of emotion especially when you're young or experiencing things for the first time 
and getting over them. Mm. But it, it's that expression of like angst, anger, regret, uh, frustration at the situation, but and it all coming out in the music and it kind of flows into and tells the story of an angst heart coming to terms with itself. But it doesn't even fully and, come to terms yet. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, but that's why like when it comes to like everything will be all right. <laughs> It's like everything will be all Everything will be all right. Everything. Yeah, it's just very No, no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden Papa wrote. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh no, that's disturbing. That's disturbing. Yeah, that's disturbing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can't wait until we do our first like heavy metal album. It'd be awesome. Oh, wow. oh dude, we're we're gonna do. We should do down with the sick. <laughs> oh, Iron Maiden. Like, we're gonna have to do an Iron Maiden album at some point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On a seventy-seventh yeah. episode. <laughs> Brave New World. Um, on our 77th episode. For 666 episodes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, but no, I, I agree with what Luke yeah. is saying there. It's very much just like, it's like, it is, it's, it is like seriously unresolved bitterness. You know what I mean? Like, if there mm-hmm. is anything the album is, it's like, unresolved and then by the end of it it, you're just starting to let go you know what i mean because like even when he says everything will be all right it's still like it's not really freaking all right you know what i mean or like i look at you and smile because i'm fine it's like no you're not fine you know it's like none of this is fine or even even that song um (laughs) change your mind the thing that that gets me about it is it is kind of happy and upbeat but then in the middle of it it's like why are you shaking and it gets into like this this graciously taking oh you're too kind and it gets all bitter again and then it like goes back to so if the answer is no you know it's like (laughs) it's just funny how it's like no matter what happens it's just it does return to this bitterness it returns to like this frick you know like this this total unresolved Ness and I loved it, <laughs> and I still do. Basically, you know? all like... of his, uh, basically all of his, like <laughs> you could say, I guess, like just a summary of all of the things he kind of like that were like high points or things of his childhood. <laughs> Wait, me, <laughs> my childhood? <laughs> oh. No, not your, not your. I'm not. No, no, like, I'm not. Beating ouch! You. I'm not. Beating <laughs> <you right> <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, no, like. Like there's a lot. Like it seems like there's a lot of like he wrote these about personal stories and and it's like this all this angst or whatever growing up. Like maybe he wasn't angst all the time or like bitter blah blah blah. But like he definitely like it seems like his as growing up you know the quarterback story, the first loves, the first things. Like it's just like a it's like a coming of age and at the end of the album you know he thinks it all <laughs> it could all be all right, but. <laughs> It's never really all right. <laughs> but but that's just it. It's cool because you still experience like happiness at certain times and like there is those elements of like like smile like you mean it and and even in Mr. Brightside like staying on the bright side of life. Yeah. 
always look on the bright. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, but it's all bitter still. You know what I mean? It's like, even when he, that's why I loved it so much. Like, cause even when it's like, I mean, even like the, the smile, like you mean it. And then it ends with that. Oh no! Oh no! 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 It's just like no matter what happens, it comes back to this torture. Like it's just like, ah! like you know, and I like you got like Mr. Brightside. It's like when it ends. It's like I said. It's not even like, but that's okay. Everything's fine. It's like no. It's like because I'm Mr. Brightside. And then the, I never, I never, I never, I never, and just like the. The emotion and the power and like the just, oh, oh, it's just so good. This is such a good album. And it just, like I said, it's just like, it never is okay in this album. It's not. It's like, he's saying it's okay. It's like, it's like when you say to somebody, you, you, like, you know, it's like, you ask someone, it's like, how are you doing? And you just, and, and it's like, it's like they ask you how you're doing and you just have to say you're doing fine, even though you're not doing fine, but it's too much to get into right now. You know? <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, anyways, Luke, Lukey. It's funny, you know, that reminded me of like a recurring joke Thomas and I would always fall back on is, is uh, you like you know something reminds you of a girl or whatever or 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 or, or just like a happy period of, of your life and then the song like start you start to sing about that and then it's just like she is thinking everything but your head. <laughs> Dude, where, where it really started was Lukey was in the seminary and he was pining after oh frick it wasn't it wasn't Becca no 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 no. Oh. Rebecca, <laughs> Haley, but you had written oh a song. God. You you had written a song <laughs> called Resignation, and we were talking on the phone, and you told me about it. You said you wrote a song called Resignation. I went, oh, oh and I said, oh, yeah, does it go? Can't. You have taken everything from me. That became the running joke. So whatever life was, you know, yeah, not not looking so great. The actual (laughs) the actual joke about that is like no girl was ever that mean to (laughs) live. No, 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 no. It was it was no, it was God. It was literally a song to God for taking everything away from him and putting him on the seventh. Oh my good times. That's got some depth. That is yeah. <laughs> this oh, this album, good. as as we've noticed with and witnessed with Thomas, is obviously an emotional uh, roller coaster. And uh, <laughs> I think I think with going back to sh- like how he's depicted like like high school with Andy or Star and like the kind of summer love in a lot of his tracks, it's like just an emotional like minefield a little bit <laughs> like you're trying to walk <laughs> through and oh god that's what makes it so good and yeah i don't know brandon flowers he's good but does he wear eyeliner well, um i will a s- lot i think he did like <laughs> when in <laughs> boys what are we doing here <laughs> Hey man, I'm pretty sure he won like the sexiest man award for that one. It's a GQ that does like that. An asshole man, not gonna lie. 
No, actually, he looks like he's on it, crack. When you he when you see him in interviews and stuff like that, he seems like a really sweet guy, like an awkward kind of dude. And he told he said in an interview once, like after Samstown came out, they just were not hitting the same mark that they were with Hot Fuss, and he knew it, and they felt it, and he talked about how like. When he was talking about the the song "The Man" and the the that song's all about like he said he was reflecting on when he his his father like worked at a grocery store, you know what I mean? Like he this guy really came from like nothing at all, but then suddenly he was thrust onto the world stage as like this rock legend. And you know when it, the, his last name is Flowers and his dad worked at a grocery store, you know. And so um, he's as far as I can tell, yeah, he's actually a. He seems like a pretty chill guy. Um, he's a he's a Down Mormon, there. which I think means you get your own planet when you die. So that's kind of cool. He's got his own planet lined up for him after. He- <laughs> we are back to <laughs> <at> that. <laughs> nah, take my word for it. Uh, I'm just, I'm just might take some time to get that fact check back. <laughs> yeah, might take- I might become Mormon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, well, all I can say, Thomas, is if you love him so much, man. No, that's just it. Honestly, honest to goodness, I have such a love-hate relationship with the Killers. I love this album, and I hate just about every single one that came after it. It's like, really, (laughs) I I love the hits off of the next couple, but, like, Imploding the Mirage was just blah for me. Wonderful, wonderful was blah for me, and freaking Battleborn was blah. For me, which is it's funny because it's because this album is so good that those ones are so disappointing well, to you. Maybe, but they, oh, they, is it no, really because though? they're they're just different. They're just like they have a totally different ethos to them. You know, like I had just fallen so in love with the 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 shiny bitter angst of this album, and by the time Samstown came out, it was completely different. It was a different sound. They didn't use the same vocal effects. It didn't have the glossy kind of feel that this one did. It was very, it was much more raw. And I think not in a good way. Like Brandon Flowers started doing the friggin' thing that he does with his voice that he just, you know, didn't do very much in hot fuss, but started doing more later on. One of my favorite verses as an example of the deterioration <laughs> of the of the songwriting quality in Sam's Town is in the song for reasons unknown. Um, there's a verse. <laughs> this is the verse. There was an open chair. We sat down in the open chair, and that's the verse. And I'm just like, oh god, like the holy name. But like, look, man, I'm just like, that's the killers, dude. Yeah, that was one of the that. That it's it just kind of like from such great heights, you know. But anyways, Luke, I was gonna say, if I don't know if you guys heard this, but listening to this album, Brandon Flowers sounds so unique because it's almost as if, and I had a buddy say this to me once, but it's almost as if he's like just a little bit flat or sharp sometimes, or like he's on pitch but he's not and it works but it doesn't it's like weird like you know what i mean like you hear that when you listen to the does anybody yeah. else hear yeah. that yeah they... pretty he, sure i said that he he yeah he likes to utilize ninths we're gonna get into the music theory boys but he does Isn't like that he'll kind do of like how the... he talks too oh maybe i mean 
I don't know. I just know that like in the one song I kept going on top at the very moment was like, I look at you and smile because I'm fine. He always does kind of like end on like the, he never ends on, on the tonic. He usually like tucks it down to the, to the ninth right below it, which kind of adds to the whole feeling of like (laughs) discord unresolved. Unresolved. Yeah. But anyways, um, well, I got I got a take. Hot takes, um, Josh. This album has a couple good songs on it. Probably about probably about five, and after the first five songs, I'm trash. <laughs> or is that the amount of songs that you listen to? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've listened to the album a bunch of times. Um, yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't really get. I'm not just saying this for the hot take. Like I don't get the com, like the amount of love that this is getting. I understand you, Thomas, <laughs> but like, oh, I mean, because you grew up like you love this, but like, I mean, Mr. Brightside, great. Like they have some very, very, very good songs. Listening to the album, Jenny was a friend of mine. I started to like that song, and I started to like smile like you mean it. Um. And and a little bit of everything will be all right, but I mean, change your mind, bro. Change your mind, bro. <laughs> change yeah. your mind. Change your mind, bro. bro change change your, your mind. mind. I will say, Andy, you're a star. The shut up part is kind of catchy. I like that bit, but I don't know. Like, I this is shut not up. something an album that <laughs> this is not an album for me that like I really. Uh, well, I I, the, the killers in general, like I, like they're 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 a band to me, like that I listen to all of their like top five songs, and 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 that's basically how you should listen. Well, to them. Are you ready to give them a rating? Oh uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's start with uh, yeah, let's. All right, Josh. Well, let's start with here? the bad news first. Then, uh, what do you what would you give it for a rating? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> i'll rank it I'll, I'll, I'll give it the album as a whole all these things that i've done i will say is probably in my top 10 songs i've ever i've ever heard it's really good i i, I always will listen to that song and it is on this album uh but i'll give the album a six six point one out of ten okay you you are entitled to your opinion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not, uh, Luke. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Lukey. Yeah. Uh, same. No, <laughs> I don't know. Is it just me, or like, do we like? Just love all music and like every single <laughs> podcast is is like no, obviously not based like... on the last album. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that album was trash. <laughs> well, Bro, you know, there's more music you know, you out might there. Have, like, there's gonna be like you might, you might have. A yeah, I just I feel like we have this constant theme of all of us just praising how good everything is on the album. It's like, well, is that, it actually? That's why. Like, that's why this is it, a that's... pod, and you can have your own opinion. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, Luke, go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you have a- <laughs> the people hate. The people well, this hate is why. Me. Just real quick, Josh. This was why I did pick 
a more weird album last time because I, I did feel like sometimes when we choose albums that we just love and that we all know we all love, it does kind of get come down to that. Like, it's just a matter of like, yeah, this is great. And this is great. And this is great. And this is great. And then the pod's over. You know what I mean? But when you can pick mm-hmm. one that's like, you know, that you maybe like or kind of liked even and, and you know that the other guys might even not like it so much. Or even if like when we get to the point where we can just start picking albums, like maybe new albums, you know, like albums that are just yeah, like coming doing out. recommendations and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, totally, send us yeah. an email, ladies and gentlemen. If you uh, if you got any album recommendations for us, we're running out, running out of albums. Just <laughs> kidding, not really, but like we, we will listen to them. We will, we'll and we questions. will choose them if we if we like them or if we don't like them. If we don't like them enough, we'll choose them. If we do like them enough, we'll we'll choose them. If we love it or hate it, yeah, it's in. Josh. Okay, Luke. Uh, have we gotten any what? emails? Oh, yeah. have, have we got emails? Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at the end here. Oh, let, okay, let okay, okay, anyway, we'll get to okay. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, Luke. yeah. No, it's Luke. funny actually what Josh said too because it just kind of reminded me of a thought I was having having <laughs> earlier when I was listening to the album. Having earlier when I was listening to the album. Um, uh, uh, sorry, I distracted myself with my own words. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it just. Like all these things that I've done in Mr. Brightside, and although I like all of the songs on this record, the best songs are in a different tier than the other songs. Mm. And oh yeah, way and, and like and I like I really like on top and change of mind. And there's been periods where I've been listening to this album throughout my life where like those were two of my favorite songs, but then I'm just thinking about it now again over the past week listening to it. There was also the element of I wanted to like something new. And so I kind of like would stick with those songs a little more. And then like I would spend more time with them because I already spent so much other time with the hits. But anyway, long story short, good album, very listenable. I like all the tracks. And as to give it an overall rating in the scale of everything that I love about music, oh man, this is always so hard. Uh, it's a solid 8.4. 8.4? Yeah. Wow. That's high, bro. Yeah. That's high. Yeah, that's yeah, high, Josh. Fuck off! <laughs> really, you really like this that much? Yeah, man? this is a great album. I've listened to it like on its own, sometimes what? on repeat, many, many times. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's All really right. good to listen to when you're frustrated at something, like if you're cleaning or like. You know, like... I know that we always listen to like just thinking of us growing up. I just I know that me and you always had those on every playlist, but I just you know. It's yeah, hard for you to we... accept, Josh, I know, but we are different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Gabe, Gabe, give us a rating. Yeah, um, yeah so I won't, I, I mean, I didn't make too many summarizing notes. I kind of just put it here. It's, it's a great album. Uh, like, same as Luke, I've listened to this album front to back quite a few times, at least a couple, like once or twice a year. Um, certain scenarios and uh, at certain points in my life or how I'm feeling. Um, 
But uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> when I'm mad as hell and I just need yeah, to get exactly. it out. <laughs> and I have this bitter, bitter optimism. <laughs> Um, that's right but no for rating uh, it's funny actually uh, Luke gave it 8.4 I mean, I, was, I had 8.3 so mm. <laughs> dang nice yeah so Thomas um, go for it yeah I love every song on here just about everyone has taken a turn being my favorite track on the album I'm gonna give it a 97 it's so close to perfection, but I Holy just, <laughs> a star just doesn't rub me right. But it's like, I, it this now, is just about the I perfect album it. for me. What's that? I said it will now since I've explained it. <laughs> That's right. 9.7. Mm, let me, mm, I might just change that decimal actually, maybe to like a 9.3. Let's say 9.3. Actually, just uh, down, down a little bit, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Is it your favorite album, though? Uh, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd have to think about that because, like, I like it's, it. It kind of depends on the mood you're in. You know what I mean? I'm not always in a hot fuss mood anymore like I was when I was an angsty 16-year-old. <laughs> but um, it's yeah. just, <laughs> you know, it's the one album. It was kind of like my first love of of contemporary music. I was a weird kid. I only listened to, like, jazz and that was and my dad's music and that was about it and then this was the first contemporary music album that i actually liked and it and it kind of got me into alternative rock to begin with um so yeah so it's kind of got a very special place in my heart and and every time mr Bradley comes on i just it's one of those songs where you're just like oh this is just such a good song you know what i mean like you just it, no matter how many times you hear it it's a good song get it. Yeah, and like 100% agree with you. Like, even though it's your favorite album, it doesn't mean that you have to give it like a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, that's just it. Like, yeah, well, it's like no, Lukey's sure. favorite album was a 9.8, wasn't it? You For your transatlanticism. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, somewhere there. Right so I think, yeah, I think 100. I don't think anything's. It 10 could out of 10, be. I'm waiting for the. Like, like, honestly, if Andy or Star wasn't on here, it might have been a 10 out of 10. Just because, like, for some reason, like, I just personally don't like that song very much. But maybe I will like it, and maybe it will become a perfect 10. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting to about that time in the podcast. Uh, Gabe. All right. You, you're you choosing the next one for us. What, what, well, uh, I'm what not, delights? I'm actually, I'm actually not choosing. So <gasps> we actually have what? our first recommendation for the pod. No. No. Legit, pure heroin by Lord. I was like, Was this, was this, was this Saul nice. or my fiance? It was a guy named Saul. <laughs> Saul Nosky, okay, there you go. Any of you guys know this guy? I mean, I'm mad. Frick, I don't know. Well, what's one name amongst all of our multitude of listeners? You know, it's like we do our best to develop uh, a relationship, but there's just so many of y'all. But hey, I'm glad. Cool. Well, you know what, Saul? <laughs> if you're listening out there, we really appreciate you recommending this... some albums and uh, supporting. Yeah, thank, uh, thank, yeah, thank you, Paul. That's pick, very Saul. kind of you. Well, <laughs> guess we. <laughs> 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 Yo, is this our first? Uh, it is our first female, female artist. artist, I think. 
Oh. Well, I guess besides Hop, I don't really count that album. <laughs> but she was a female anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, actually, well, we don't actually don't hope she was a yeah, 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 right? I forgot about that, too. <laughs> I think I edited okay, that hey. part out in the last episode. Um, well, we should, yeah. Anyways. All right. Anyways, guys. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Get it on your get it on your Spotify Raisin. if you're rad. Buy it on vinyl. <laughs> Pure heroin by Lloyd. We'll be here next week to give you our thorough analysis. It's gonna be a good time. Shout out to to Saul for the recommendation. And uh, my name is Thomas Lawrence. And I'm Gabe. And I'm Luke. <laughs> um <laughs> When are we gonna like, yeah, that, this one up, guys? And that, too good at not. Uh, <laughs> I'm John. I just love the pauses in between each of them. That was the that was the, the, anyway. Okay, all right, and we are the North Boys. Have a have a good week. Enjoy boys. your heroin, yeah. and we'll see you next time. <laughs> oh, <Bye. no>. oh. <laughs>